All right. Hello. It is me. <laughs> and uh, this episode, I'm just kind of going to fuck around and just talk about whatever. I don't really have much of a goal <laughs> for this one or a theme or really anything. Um, but yeah, you know, just wanted to talk a little bit. So last night, I, well, first off, let me say, my roommate was not home since Saturday. I think he's gone home for Thanksgiving or whatever. I have not, look, him and I barely talk. (laughs) We've maybe spoken about less than 100 words this entire semester. So I'd say about like three months now. And the reason for that is, well, there's a couple of reasons. The first being that he is always, and I'm I'm serious when I say that he is always playing Fortnite. The gag is that this boy is 19 and a junior in college. I think that that should be abolished because, you, you know, you're not old enough. Unless you're, like, a genius. And honestly, like, this kid does not strike me as a genius. Now, that may come to bite me in the ass eventually when he's, like, super wealthy and owns, like, I don't know, fucking some company that does good things or whatever. You know, I can't even think of a company that does good things Um, because, you know, I'm automatically, like, capitalism sucks. But anyways, so first reason is that, you know, he always plays Fortnite. So it's basically there's just a wall. Um, I had tried Fortnite once and I didn't really get into it. I just was like, it's it has kind of childish graphics. It's not really fun. There's so many like small children on it. It's just it's just gross. Like if I wanted to deal with that, I would go to a McDonald's playground. I don't know if any of y'all have been to those, at least when you were a kid, but I remember them. And they were a blast for me when I was a kid. But at some point, I stopped enjoying the McDonald's playground. And I was still a child at the time when I stopped enjoying it. And I think it was because I wasn't having really intellectually stimulating conversations there with my young peers. Throughout my life, I always wanted to talk to adults, always. Never really wanted to hang out with people in my own grade. And, you know, so what I did is I listened to the news. I read the newspaper. I kept myself informed. My family was like, why are you reading the newspaper? You should not be doing that. You're too young. And I'd be like, I just want to know what's going on. Um, so I should have always known that I was going to go to political science, but regardless, here we are. So anyway, since I'm going off on a tangent, let me get back to the roommate. So the second reason why I don't like my roommate is, (laughs) that's not even what we're talking about, but you know what? I'm going to be honest. I hate my roommate. I hate him so much. And I'm so glad that I have a moment of respite away from him. And the second reason why I hate him is because he is always, always in my room. I call it my room. We share 
a one-bedroom, not by choice, not by choice, because at any point in this process, if I had known that out of all the random roommates I could get, out of all the rooms that I could pick, that I was going to pick this one, I would have just said, you know what, fuck it, I'll figure out housing on my own, goodbye, university housing. But I digress. He is always here. Every time that I come home, he is here. Every time that I go to bed, he is here. There have been very few times where he has not been here. And in those moments, I feel peace. I feel contentment. I feel joy. Because when you're around someone all the time, you notice things about them. For example, I notice that he's not clean. And I don't mean in the physical way, because like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm always out. I'm always having fun. I'm always doing my own thing. I'm always getting that money, doing that side hustle, being with my friends. Like, I, I'm always doing something. I don't know what he does. Genuinely have no idea. I know that he orders a lot of food to the room and doesn't clean up after himself and leaves out dirty dishes and does not clean my pants that he uses and is just a slob. He's a slob. And, you know, I'm not saying that I am the cleanest person in the world. I'm not. I'm not. If I'm being honest with myself, like, I am not the cleanest person in the world. But I am organized with my clutter. And I even I know that there are certain things that you do not leave out. Especially with this apartment where you have cockroaches. Now... For people who know me very closely, they know that I have been through cockroach hell for the past three months, and I have never dealt with cockroaches up until this point. And of course, they're not just the regular cockroaches. Oh, no, 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 no. No, they're the German cockroaches. I think my only factoid of the day is that German cockroaches are the hardest to kill to eradicate. They do not all die, no matter what you do. It's basically impossible. With other types of cockroaches, you can usually spray something, and it's usually settled within, I don't know, a week. I have had Orkin, not with my money, (laughs) but I have had Orkin from my school come three times three times the semester. And what have they done? I don't know. Because they don't let you be in the apartment while they're doing their thing. So who knows what they're doing? Maybe they're telling the cockroaches, all right, you know, we're spraying this thing, but here's the trick about how to stay alive and repopulate after a couple of you die. Because every time they come, yes, a couple of them die. And there's a brief lull where I don't see any for, like, I don't know, two days. And then 
I see them again. And my favorite thing is seeing them in my dishwasher because that makes me want to just die. It really does. Like whenever I see them in my dishwasher, I'm like, I will never, I will never be able to have a dishwasher without feeling an instinct of fear about whether or not I will see a cockroach. And not only that, how many I will see. There was one time where I saw three in my dishwasher and I was just like, wow, I want to die. And so I was able to kill two of them. And then one of them went inside of the mechanical part of the dishwasher. Since I'm not a mechanic, I was like, well, guess that's where they're going to be living. And lo and behold, they, I, I just know that they all live there. I know. I know. I know that they're in the machinations of the refrigerator. I don't find them in it except in the freezer. I find them in the freezer and they're dead in there because, you know, even roaches have limits. But, or they're frozen. Either way, I kill them. But I digress. The reason why I brought up the cockroaches was not just to make y'all feel my pain because, you know, this morning when I got up, it's like about... What time is it? It's like almost 5 a.m. I've been up since maybe 3.30. Um, not really sure why, but, you know, whatever. But basically what I did is I got up and I was like, wow, I don't know why I'm up. I'm going to go for a jog, which I never do, especially not outside when it's cold out. But we did that. And then I got back and I was like, oh, let me refill my water. So I go refill my water in the kitchen, which is where it's roach central. See two roaches in the sink, kill them, feel pretty good about it. And then I go to go in my room after my jog and I look up on the wall and there is this just enormous cockroach. And I'm like, you know, I guess one of the only good things about this entire experience with the cockroaches is that it's really strengthened my resolve. Like, I remember when I first saw a cockroach in the apartment, I was like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, not going to deal with it, terrified, scared, help. Now I just straight up murder all of them. Like, I just, I, it's kind of become a ritual now when I see one to make sure that it dies in a very uncomfortable way. Because, you know what, you're in my home, and you've invaded my home, and I don't appreciate that. I think that's rude. You should have knocked first. You should have asked if I want anything from the store. You should have asked if you needed to take your shoes off. Like, these are just things you should have done. My roommate contributes to the roach problem because he leaves food out, and food wrappers, and leaves open drinks, and, you know, I would confront him, but... I hate him so much that I know that the minute I confront him, I'm just going to be awful. And that's not what I want to do. I want to be a nice person. I genuinely think that I'm a nice person. And so I don't want to tarnish that image. At the same time, you know, I only have a few weeks left in this apartment building. And I'm almost just like, you know, what's, what's the worst thing? that can happen if I just blow off on this kid. I'm never going to see him again after this. And even if I do, I don't care. 
because I'm never going to live with him again, ever, ever. Um, so where was I when I started off on this diatribe about my roommate? I don't really remember. I can say that I'm okay just saying about my roommate and how he's useless, like just completely useless. Oh, that's reason number four. He never cleans after himself. And you'd think that's different from being dirty? No. Because he doesn't even take out the trash. Like, I did not know that I was signing up to be this child's babysitter. If I had known that, I would have told his mother, who I saw at the beginning of the semester, you're going to be paying me to take care of your child because I don't do this shit for free. Never again. Mm -mm. But luckily, I will be done with this apartment soon. And then, at the beginning of February, I will be flying to New Zealand. And I will be living for five months in my own studio apartment that'll very likely be clean at least cleaner than here. And that just fills me with so much joy. So much joy. And, you know, don't know how long I've talked for. Let's see. It's been, oh, 13 minutes almost, 14. Let's see if I have anything else I want to talk about. Um, oh. Well, I remember why I was going to tell y'all about, (laughs) really wish I could just speak a full sentence instead of fragmenting it like a fool. But uh, yeah, so my roommate's not home, and that's been really wonderful for me. And so I was going to treat myself and take a bubble bath. And, you know, I'm filling up the tub. Things are going pretty well. I have a book ready to read for class, and I was just going to chill in this warm water. Not too hot, because I can't can't deal with too hot water. I can't do it. I can do cold up to a certain extent, but I can't do too hot. It has to be a middle ground. And so I was preparing my lukewarm bath, and I was really excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't done a bubble bath in so long. I'm going to use the Lush bath bombs. It's going to be great. So I finally have it all set up. The bath is beautifully pink. Just like swirls of pink. Just gorgeous. Smells like strawberries. It's wonderful. I'm so excited. And I'm lowering myself down into the bath because one thing that I am not is coordinated. I am not coordinated at all. I am very clumsy, and I'm not going to just rely on myself to gracefully lower myself into the bathtub without either holding on to something or, you know, there's nothing really else. It's it's just like I have to be holding on to something if I'm going to be taking a bath. There's really no other way. And so I was lowering myself, and I was holding the 
right side of the bathtub with my right hand. And with my left hand, I was holding a soap holder that is literally installed in the bath. I don't know why. It's It just looks stupid there. Like, it's very inconveniently placed. It's very low to the ground. Um, there's really no reason for it to be in there other than for decoration. But, you know, whatever. So, I'm lowering myself down. And then, all of a sudden, the soap holder just smashes down. And it hits my shoulder... I'm not really in pain. I'm just more in shock from the entire experience. Plaster is everywhere. Like, literally, when I tell you that plaster was just flying all over the place, I thought that I had let off a bomb by accident or something. And so there's plaster everywhere. A wave of bath water just caresses all over the bathroom floor, all over the book, which was... Um, you know, don't remember the name of it right now. I just finished reading it. It wasn't really that memorable. It was by Jack Abramoff. Uh, he was this guy who was very corrupt, uh, super Orthodox Jewish conservative lobbyist piece of shit. Um, probably one of the worst people, but basically it was a story about how he, what got into lobbying, how he became an active member of his college Republicans, became like a big shot, started working for tribe, like tribal communities, um, and, you know, indigenous communities and stuff. Um, and then he got in trouble for bank fraud, for breaking lobbying rules, and, like, it was clear that what he was doing was wrong. Not to him, apparently, which I was like, wow, that's so fucking stupid. Like, how do you not know that you're doing something so wrong? Like, he really was, like, bribing uh, members of Congress. But, like, whatever, you know, like, I guess everybody does that. But, um, yeah, so I, that book got just covered in, covered in water. Um... And so what I was left with was, you know, a partial bubble bath, a broken soap holder in the bathtub with me, plaster all over the bath, just like floating with me at, the, at this point, because I still hadn't gotten out of the bath. I was like, you know, just really like, what the fuck? Um, so I just kind of laid there for a little bit being like, you know what, I'm going to still try to enjoy my bath. And I did it for about, like, five minutes, and I was like, you know what, I can't even do this. Like, this is just a disaster. Like, there's just seeping water all over my floor. Um, I had a bath mat that I had had since sophomore year. I'm a junior now, and so about a year I had it. And, um, you know, it just kind of got too wet. For me to ever want it again. And it was also not clean. It wasn't a clean bath mat. It was gross. So I had to throw that out this morning. But this morning, when I looked in the bathtub, I noticed that there are a ton of pink spots in the bathtub from the bath bomb. 
and I try to scrub them off, and they will not come off, at least from my very half-assed attempt of doing so. And so basically, like, that really doesn't matter to me. I never felt any sort of kinship for this apartment. Uh, never really wanted to live in this apartment in the first place. And so, you know, it's none of my business. Um, but I reported it to the front desk and they will probably handle it. I don't know. Don't really care. Um, yeah. So that's what I've dealt with lately. Uh, I think today or tomorrow I'm going to be booking my flight to New Zealand. I'm very excited about it. I have like a very preliminary idea of how I'm going to be flying there. It's not completely set in stone. I do have like flight itineraries and stuff that I'm like looking between. I'm always very prepared about this sort of shit. Like I'm a great travel planner, if anything else. And um, I think, you know, I was originally going to book through this like third party website, but I get very, very anxious about those. I don't really think that they are great for flights. I think that you know, there's a lot of great third-party apps for hotels and, like, you know, for different accommodations. But I think that flights are one of those things where you don't really want to fuck around. And that might be the airline industry talking to me. But, like, you know, if I'm going to use a third-party app for booking flights, it's going to be, like, Expedia Orbitz, Travelocity, um, the name brands, like the ones that people know are not going to scam them, or if they are, that they're able to get some like compensation for it, basically. Um, or just go through the airlines, which I know going through the airlines is more expensive. I know, I'm not stupid. But I think for a trip that is as far away as New Zealand, it doesn't really make sense to me to go through a third party that I have no idea what their name is, what their brand is, what they're doing, instead of just, you know, sucking up and saying, all right, I'll pay $100 more to know that I'm going to be getting a real flight um, with real seats with a real airline and not just, you know, hope for the best. If I was flying domestically, I'm much more willing to you know, make, like, brash decisions about airline tickets and just, like, find the cheapest one. And I'm still doing the same thing with this, but, like, it's not, I'm not going to be, like, fucking around with this. I just think that that's a bad idea. Um, so I'm going to be booking that soon. And still finishing up the New Zealand visa process, which is a just shit show, um, mainly because, like, they ask for so many documents, and it's, like, one of them says, like, oh, we need you to prove that you'll be able to finance your entire time here, and I'm just, like, I can't really prove that, (laughs) like, I don't have money, like, I don't know what is that hard to get about that, like, I, I just don't, like, I'm going to have money while I'm there, but it's not going to be showing up, like, in my wallet right now. So, like, they just have to put some faith in me that I will have the money. 
which, you know, I have to hope that I have it. I mean, I, I think that I have enough. I found that, like, you know, I thought originally that my housing in New Zealand was going to be about 7000 which honestly would not be much different from when I'm paying to live in my cockroach-infested shithole, which is 6500 um, and that I'm sharing with another person. You know, it, it's a whole scam. But, uh, you know, regardless, like, I, I found out that it was 7000 New Zealand dollars, and that's really good because we in the U.S. have a better exchange rate with New Zealand than they have with us. Thank God. And so I think I'm only going to be paying like 4500 maybe like 5000 total. That's a big deal. So I'm really happy about that. Um, and I should have enough to survive with that amount of money. Because I also get a substantial scholarships and like I'll I'll be fine. I'll be fine. But the whole visa process is this very long and taxing and you know, it's worth it in the end, like once I get my visa. But it's something that I don't really want to like hold off on too long because like if for some reason they're like, We're gonna reject your application, then like I need to be able to figure out that shit quick because I don't have the luxury of taking a semester off from college because a foreign country decided to fuck up my entry, which they are not going to. But like if they did, I would just be like, well, not sure what we're going to do here because I still got to finish my degree. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And I think with that, we are going to uh, end this one, this uh, whatever we want to call this episode. Don't really know. doesn't really have much of a theme. I think we've made that clear from the onset, but this is kind of more of the format that I thought I would bring to this podcast. Um, not as much of a intellectual thing that I've been trying for the past, well, the first two. Um, because, you know, like, I like being intellectual at times, and I like learning with people and all that stuff, but I also like to just, you know, shoot the shit once in a while, and just say how I'm doing, and talk about things that are just going on right now, and hopefully make people laugh. Um, and so, you know, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, that's gonna be it for today, and, uh, have a good one. Bye-bye.